and welcome to Daily Devotions. Today we're going to carry on with the Breathe series that's been so incredibly special to walk through these different stages in unpacking scriptures. It's been really special to do that with you. And we're going to start first off with the first step of Breathe, which is to be still. So I want to encourage you this morning, wherever you're listening from, watching from, to just be still for a second, to maybe let go of the to-do lists that you have for the day, or maybe there's been a bit of a rush to get to where you are at this morning. I just encourage you to take a deep breath in and out and to be still. And then we're going to look at the R, which is read. Before we do so, we're going to do just a quick prayer of asking God to show us exactly what we can learn from the scripture today. Lord Jesus, thank you that your word is a fresh new revelation to us every morning. And so as we look today at the scripture and psalm, Lord God, may your Holy Spirit reveal new things to us. May it water and refresh our soul. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. So today we're going to look at, um, and we're following on the some of the version uh, daily scriptures. So today we're going to be looking at Psalm 30 verse 5. Psalm 30 verse 5. And it's a psalm of David, which is thanksgiving to God for deliverance that he showed David. So we're going to take a look at Psalm 30 verse 5 in the NIV version. And then I'm going to read you another version, which I just felt is also really, really beautiful and worth looking at. So if you'd go with me to Psalm 30 verse 5, this is David speaking. For his anger lasts only a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. Weeping may stay for the night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. How beautiful is that? Okay, let's take a look at the message version now. If you've got a message version there, Psalm 30 verse 5. All you saints, sing your hearts out to God. Thank him to his face. He gets angry once in a while, but across a lifetime, there is only love. The nights of crying your eyes out give way to days of laughter. I love the way that that scripture is is put and interpreted in the message there. So let's look at the E of breathe, encounter. Let's encounter the scripture. What comes to mind when you read this? What jumped out at you? What are the first things you thought about? Well, as I read it, especially in the NIV version, it starts with, with, for his anger lasts only a moment. So the anger kind of jumped out at me. And I thought, um, you're starting the scripture immediately with David saying, well, God's anger lasts only a moment. We don't always like to associate uh, the idea of God and anger. Um, I actually read something interesting in, um, in prepping with and for the scripture is that it was said that God may correct us or convict us of something and then we interpret that as anger 
in our own human way of understanding the world. He's merely correcting or convicting, but we interpret that behavior as him being angry because that is a lot of the time what humans do. You know, we correct in anger or we convict in anger. Um, and we assume that he is angry with us when he does that. But if you think about it, I don't know if you have children, but if you think about that, if you're the parent um, of a child and you're correcting them, um, maybe they're doing something that could harm them or they're doing something incorrectly that could actually uh, lead to damaging something or hurting themselves, and you're correcting them, you don't necessarily doing that in anger. You are correcting them or um, making them feel convicted about something or about a behavior, but you can do so in love. They might perceive, oh no, you know, mom or dad, they're angry with me because they're correcting me. But actually, you're doing it out of love. And so sometimes I think we can interpret God's uh, correction towards us or a conviction in our spirit about, oh, I shouldn't have done that as, oh no, God is going to be angry with me now. And that's not necessarily the case. He is not a, a man, uh, you know, human, that he is um, just emotional and flying off the handle and getting angry about things and um, giving us the silent treatment and very, you know, unhealthy, immature things. He is the God of the universe. He is very much in control. And yes, there is a, there's a godly anger, especially towards unrighteous things and towards sin, but sometimes I think we interpret God's um, correction, loving correction, as anger towards us. And that can actually alienate us from him when actually he's doing these things in love. That's why I love the message version because it says, he gets angry once in a while, but across a lifetime, there is only love. That kind of shows us that uh, anger, as we interpret it, and love can coexist they are not mutually exclusive concepts. They can actually happen at the same time. You can be um, disappointed or upset about someone's behavior or what they've done while loving them. And it's the same with God. His love for us never ceases. Scripture tells us that multiple times. His love for us is endless. It's unconditional. He loves us so much despite what we may do. And so... I just want to encourage you this morning if it's maybe something that you've been struggling with or grappling with thinking, oh no, I've done this and God's angry with me for it. He's loving you through it. He might be a little bit disappointed or it might not be exactly what he wanted you to do. Um, and there are moments, like David says here, where he gets angry once in a while, as we've seen in scriptures as well at the, at the injustice and flipping the tables as Jesus did. But don't assume that God is just angry with you. He always loves you. Um, and then uh, we're looking at encounter now. Now we're looking at applying. So how do you apply the scripture to your day now? Well, um, it says his anger only lasts for a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. Weeping may stay for the night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. So it's keeping these two concepts the whole time in this kind of um, tension of anger and favor and love, weeping and rejoicing. So I don't know where you find yourself today. Maybe you got up and um, you immediately got up and thought, maybe God's angry with me for this or that or this. 
Um, maybe you had an emotional night last night or something happened, maybe you're going through a difficult time and maybe there was some crying in the night. And so this morning, maybe you're feeling a little bit burdened or you're feeling a bit heavy. This scripture is such an encouragement to say, yes, there may be sadness and there may be times where you're feeling heavy, but joy can always be found in Christ. Joy comes in the morning, not necessarily even, you know, the real um, tangible sun coming up morning, but just meaning that for every heavy moment and burden moment, God can make that sun come up for you and lighten that load for you. So maybe today you need to apply that encouragement to your life. Maybe you need to say, I know I've been feeling heavy. I know I've been feeling burdened. I've maybe even shed some actual tears, but I'm going to trust that God is going to bring that morning, that M-O-R-N-I-N-G morning into being where I see the sun coming up. I feel my burden being lightened. Or maybe you need to let go of the idea that you feel like God is angry at you for things um, and bridge that gap that you feel that you've created between you and God because of your assumption that he's angry. And maybe that's something you need to talk to him about today. Maybe that's how you can apply the scripture. But I think for all of us, this message part, we can apply to our day. All of you saints, sing your hearts out to God. Thank him to his face. That is definitely something I'm going to apply to my day today. I love that. Thank him to his face. You know, it's wonderful um, telling people what God has done in our lives and testimonies are powerful um, and keeping a gratitude on our lips. It's so vital. But thanking him to his face is something so special to pray, to, to in worship, just Imagine God standing right in front of you. You're standing in front of his throne and just thanking him to his face for everything that he's done for you, for the fact that you got up this morning, for the fact that we can speak about his word like that this morning, um, for uh, the food that you've had in your stomach this morning, for where you're going to today, for your purpose, for the people in your life. There is so much to be grateful for today. May we thank him to his face today. And the D, devote. I want to ask you, what word or practice from the scripture are you going to take into your day today? Uh, You want to comment below and and tell me which thought stood out for you most here or what word you're going to carry throughout the day with you. Um, I think mine's going to be gratitude. Uh, Thanking him to his face, I think that's going to be my term and my word that I'm carrying into my day today. And let's commit the day to him as we finish this morning. Lord Jesus, we come before you and we thank you. We thank you for your Holy Spirit who speaks um, through every scripture that we read. Thank you for this word today that we know that uh, you love us unconditionally, Lord God, and that even through uh, conviction or correction, Lord Jesus, you love us. Um, And that anger might last for a moment, but your love is forever and always over us, Lord God. And so, Lord Jesus, we thank you that even through difficult, burdensome, um, sad times, Lord God, that joy always comes in the morning, Lord Jesus, through you and through your grace and through your joy. Um, And Lord God, we give you glory and honor for today. I pray that that sense of gratitude will carry through our entire day today. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me. I trust that that encouraged you. Have a lovely day further.